0: Welcome to Cycling New South Wales Heritage Commission's podcast, the history of our wonderful sport. This podcast is the first in a series on the New South Wales Club Premierships, which is referred to as the New South Wales Team Time Trial Championship in recent times. This championship is historically one of Cycling New South Wales' most important events, with legendary cycling historians and administrators such as Sid Freshwater, Tony Tiedemann, and George Moore spending a lot of time compiling results and records on the titles in the different categories. With such a complex history, this podcast simply tries to compile these records given there have been separate pro and amateur titles using both team time trial and mass start formats. It's commonly accepted that the first New South Wales team's premiership title was held in 1902. Yet this event was not the first interclub title contested. In fact, Balmain went into the so-called inaugural 20-mile club premiership title as the defending winners from the 1901 interclub event, which was held over 50 miles Making the honor roll even more confusing was the inaugural 1902 New South Wales Club Premierships wasn't an actual team time trial. In fact, it was a mass start teams race for points that continued that way for almost 3 decades. Well it did in the amateurs. The New South Wales League of Wheelmen got their interclub premiership title going some 20 years later after World War. II. And though they briefly used the mass start format they soon changed to the team's time trial format. So we had two New South Wales club premiership titles, the Union's Dunlop Charity Shield for the amateurs and the Murdoch Shield for the New South Wales League of Wheelman Pros. So while it's commonly documented that the New South Wales Club Premiership started in 1902, it's worth remembering that the team's time trial format was not used by both the pros and the amateur bodies till the late 1920s.
1: Mark, if an inter-club competition existed prior to the 1902 Club Premierships, what makes the 1902 title so special?
0: It was the Dunlop promotion, to be quite honest. They, they offered to sponsor the event. They come in with a beautiful trophy, uh, medals to the winner. And they also come in with a title, which they promoted very well, to say they'd be the champion club of New South Wales. Clearly, that attracted the clubs.
1: But what sort of field did it attract?
0: Well, you had 11 clubs uh, joined up for it. And, uh, and uh, those 11 clubs had to come through the heats. Um, they would sprint it out um, in a mass start event. Uh, they would add their placings together uh, in the intermediate sprints and the final to uh, calculate the uh, the top club. Three would move through to the final on the twenty third of August, nineteen o two, where the same format would be used. This this uh, like a point score on the road.
1: The heats were at Homebush, but where was the the actual?
0: Uh, yeah, the heats were held at Homebush and the final was uh, held at a course at Flemington. Now, uh, there was a capacity crowd, so they probably had to move to the Flemington course to cater for the for the crowd. I'm not too sure how big a capacity crowd would be for a road race, but I would imagine it's a lot of people. But there were three very popular clubs in the final, Balmain, Redfern and Glebe. Now, the Balmain team consisted of the uh, Ponty brothers and uh, Thompson and W. Lawrence. Who was the form rider at the time And uh, he won all of the heats And he was the first rider home in the final The second rider home was uh, AJ Lyon of Redfern So uh, he uh, he was also got his team up into second overall And Glebe finished uh, third
1: So Balmain actually became the first cycling Club yeah, yeah, of New South Wales. Yeah,
0: they, yeah, they were the they were the top clubs. So yeah, Balmain would win the first title, and the interesting thing was uh, the Dunlop brought in that if you won the shield twice, you would get to keep it. Interestingly, Balmain would win it in 1904 again, so they got to keep the shield. Northern Suburbs winning it in 1903, so then Enfield would win it in 1905 and 1906. So Dunlop quickly decided to change the rules and make it that you had to win it three times from that point on. Uh, Western Suburbs would win it in 1907, 1909 and uh, 1912 to take, take another shield. And Redfern winning in uh, 1911, 1913, Annandale in 1908. And then Enfield would win it twice before the war in 15 and uh, 14.
1: How did... Uh, World War one interrupted
0: championships yeah yeah as you would expect the, they the championships stopped in uh, 16 17 18 19 and and didn't start again till till 1920 when I, I look on that as a as a, a new era because the pros started running uh, their championship um, after the war and uh, Dolich Hill would uh, take out the 1920 event and they still exist today changes to the New South Wales Club Premierships after World War 1. After Dulwich Hill won the Dunlop title in 1920, Newtown and then Auburn would win in 1921 and 22, but in 1923, Matraville would start their domination, winning 13 of the next 19 premierships to 1941. Only Enfield Burwood challenging Matraville, winning 5 titles while impressive country club Newcastle won the 1934 title, which was the year Dunlop withdrew sponsorship, and the Shield become a perpetual trophy until the 1950s when it would be presented to the dominant club of the time, Canterbury, who won eight of the amateur premierships in a row. During this period, junior categories were successfully added to the union's premiership, with a junior premiership added way back in 1924, and a juvenile title in 1939. The Masters, or the Veterans category, wasn't added till the 1970s, while it was almost the end of the millennium when the Women's Championship was introduced. (music) However, maybe the most important change was the mass start to the team's time trial format. The League of Wheelmen didn't start their inter-club premierships till after World War I, with the pros somewhat battling to establish a format for their Murdoch Shield, trialling the mass start option and even considering running the event on government boundaries rather than between clubs. However, in 1928, the New South Wales League of Wheelmen run its first team time trial championship, with St George team of Jimmy Beer, F. Cassidy, N. Gilroy and A. Flood Taking the title, it's generally accepted that the Union's Dunlop Premiership changed to a time trial format in the 1930s. However, they too changed to the team time trial format in 1928, when Matraville team of Petheridge, Gould, Bonner, and Legg defeated Goulburn and of with the St George team of Midgley, Stevens, Wright, and McLaren winning the junior category.
1: So Mark, it was in 1928 both the Pro and the Avidus changed to the team's time trial format.
0: Yeah, that's a significant date, 1928. It means that for 90 years now uh, they've run a team's time trial. Uh, That's also significant because in 1928 is when St George started appearing uh, on the honour roll and uh, taking a dominant role. There's no doubt in the professionals that they won most of the titles up until the pros changed back to a mass start in 1956.
1: Really, the team's time trial in New South Wales is all about the St George Club.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt St George is team's time trialing. So after being dominant up until 1956 in the uh, pros, then they really took off in the uh, in the amateur. In the amateur group, uh, Canterbury were strong in the 50s, but by 1958, they had the team of Frank Brazier, Warren Scarf, Terry Flanagan, uh, Dave McDougall and Norm King won. Then in 59, Brazier, Scarf, Birville, Tolley and Robbie Weathers won, but that year was significant because they also won the juniors and the juveniles that year. No club had ever done that before. And uh, it just started from there. I think... Uh, in the in the mid '80s, uh, when when I was doing the championships, St George had won the most senior events in uh, in the um, amateur titles, um, 26, I think, 21 of them successive, and then uh, Marrickville was next with 14. Uh, Enfield Burwood with 11 and Canterbury with 8, and that's just up to about 84. So clearly, they've won them since. But uh, an incredible dominant performance. It was only that one championship, uh, Enfield Burwood, in 1963. We've got to give them a special mention because they broke the St. George stranglehold. It's just been years and years of St. George winning. But uh, Jim Lloyd, Vic Adams, Richie Small, Brian Goldrick and Carl Wilson were the guys that uh, actually come through and won in 63. But barring that, it's just a complete St. George whitewash.
1: Um, I was just wondering how they are going in recent times.
0: So, yeah, St. George have uh, got quite a run going at the moment. They've won all three titles from 2015 uh, to 2017. So uh, so it was uh, 2014 that... Uh, Sydney Uni Velo won and uh, St. George have won since then.
1: Have we got any information on the women's time trialling? Yeah, we'll
0: do a separate thing on the women. Sydney Uni Velo have been quite dominant in recent times. Um, they've won uh, three or four championships themselves. Um, 2013, 2014, I think they are only... Um, beaten actually in recent times by Sutherland in uh, 2016. So, So they've got a good run going as well. With the development of teams racing in the elite men's and women's categories in Australia, the New South Wales club premierships have certainly changed in the last couple of decades. The event is generally called the State Teams Time Trial Championships, and on sheer numbers alone, the Masters category has become the major focus of the titles. In May 2011, the Bathurst Club approached then cycling New South Wales CEO Kevin Young to create a new club category at the Teams Time Trial Champs to reconnect back with the history of the event. Kevin quickly threw his support behind the issue and the New South Wales club champion Shield was created. While records have been hard to compile, the state's big clubs have featured on the Shield with Manly defeating Sutherland, St George, Vicky Sport and Bathurst and Penrith tying for fifth in 2013. Sutherland defeated Bathurst in 2014, Manly Warringah, Vicky Sport and St George are the top five. Sutherland won again. This time defeating St. George, Bicky Sport and Bathurst, the top country club. St. George got their act together in 2016, winning the championship and defeating Southern Cross, Sydney Cycle Club, Illawarra and Hunter District, knocking Bathurst out of the top country position. We talked to St. George legend Phil Bates on the club's secret and he simply suggested that St. George has good riders and that the New South Wales club premierships and teams pursuit is very important to them.
1: on to become all-time greats it's, is amazing and it's um, and a lot of the stuff I worked on was teams pursuit you know yeah yeah yeah
0: We do have to discuss the new south wales club premierships further in future podcasts given the long history of the titles however we close with a few words from the rider that has won the most titles in the 116 year history of the championship graham sears You were part of that sequence, that Saint George sequence, with all those good riders. Too, you rode with some incredible riders. Yeah, very fortunate. Good day, yeah, good mates as well. You know, everyone got out there and laid it on the line and give it everything they had. Well, you... There was some good teams we raced against, so um, you know we always had the lift to to, to compete against them. Time. You've been listening to Cycling New South Wales Heritage Commission's podcast. Thanks to Dried Arrangement for the music in this story. This is Heritage Commission Chairman Mark Windsor saying thanks for listening.